Welcome, After Buzzers. We're here this evening to watch B or to talk about BBC's new show, Informer, No Sleep Till Brooklyn, and Strawberry Fields. We have so much to discuss from poverty to racial profiling. We've got power going on here. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Mm -hmm. Good song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, I've, uh, if I'm happy with the song we chose. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I am your host, Crystal McLaughlin, and I have my lovely, talented panel here to introduce themselves. Hey, you guys. It's Louisa Shar here. My name's Tehran. I don't know. I feel like I'm the person most likely to be racially profiled on the show, so I don't know how I feel. <laughs> There's a reason why we're all here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So um, there's a lot that's going on in this series. Overall, what is your thoughts about the series? I know that there's a lot that's going on right now in the uh -huh. world, and I feel like it's so connected to what's happening here, not just in this country, but all over the place. Yeah. What were your first thoughts overall on the series? You know, I just feel like before we say anything, especially for me, I just want to say, you know, in case we say something wrong or whatever, just no offense to anything. This is just our thoughts, especially because it's such a heavy show. It is a very heavy but, show. But um, I think it's a modern twist on terrorism and how things are going on right now. And it just shows so deep to what's going on right now with a people. A lot of ignorance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of scary to watch. Yes. But it's also eye-opening. I'm learning so much. Yeah. I love it. I'm hooked. So good. So good. What about you? Actually, I disagree with almost everything you said. <laughs> so, first of all, terrorism in itself is a modern problem for the most part. Second of all, sure, we saw a lot of racial profiling, but not as much ignorance as you thought. Actually, I was very impressed with the British government's treading lightly into this situation. And if you've ever been to London, London is an extremely diverse population. It is a metropolitan area that is the most diverse in the world. And people really blend in together. So what we're seeing is the outskirts of London. And we have a lot more East to discuss London, yeah. of the socioeconomic disparities than we do about the racial divide. Secondly, I felt that they, the show did a great job of balancing it when it showed how, on one hand, yes, we're going after terrorists, but on the other hand, we were going after homegrown terrorists as well. They went after a whole British uh, infiltration as well, and that's where the tattoos come from and things of that nature. I was very yeah, impressed. And I thought it was a great show. So, so good. The cinematography overall, the, the shading, line. the way it's shot, where it's done, sure, it's very reminiscent of a lot of British television, but it's the most... British of television that you can get and still be acceptable for us in America. Because British television is extremely different yes. and you so kind of have to get used to it. Mm -hmm. And it's very, it, actually, it's very dry. It's not a form of sophistication. Mm, That's just because so? of their accent. No, actually, it, compared to our television, our television is uh, extremely advanced all the way around. I'm talking about from HD to the way things are I shot mean, the to the storyline. But the storyline, the storyline was very well done. It reminds yeah. me of. 24, it's that 24 yes, feel. Yes, yes, absolutely. With a touch of a lot more, let's give it a, a lot more realism. 
Well, I feel like you definitely touched on some racial profiling. I mean, you're talking about Nazir going into school and yeah. getting in trouble for having a pocket knife. And here he has a phone call for, to, to his mother. Oh, come and pick up your kid because he brought in a pocket knife. And in my mind... A pocket knife but, should not... Be, I mean, anyone who brought a pocket knife would get suspended. Yeah, absolutely. And the teacher was actually really nice about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, but I also felt like it was kind of... They were setting up the show to be a certain way. They started mm-hmm. off with not just that, but um, we had Reza go in to uh, check out a flat. These artists are over the here, picture. over the here talking radicals. about young radicals, yeah. right? Sure. And and he's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, mm-hmm. "I'm having a fag," and he's like, "And that guy right there, he's like, he's passing out menus." Yeah. So really, like that is to me at least, and. That's my viewpoint is, like, they're trying to set up this idea, Mm -hmm. like, oh, there are people who just assume, right? To me, that is racial profiling. Like, you, oh, just because you're wearing a turban or a long robe Mm -hmm. or whatever it might be, just because of your skin color. And and even when he was, even when Reza was talking to Gabe and he was telling Gabe, like, dude, I don't know anything about terrorism. Uh What are you talking about? So there was a lot of things I felt like they were setting it up to make it seem like, you know, um, people who are not like aware like super ignorant and and they just assume just based off of like what they see rather than what they really know about a person inside but they felt like he didn't know anything about terrorism that's not why they are cultivating him it's because he has the look and the feel of someone who could get in and infiltrate Mm -hmm. and even when we started with the knife thing sure anyone that brings a knife the teacher treaded on it extremely lightly was like I can't have this in the classroom I'm sorry yeah and and the interesting part was of course when he yells at his brother and (laughs) that was the best and they're like what because that I can yeah. relate to concepts like that. Yeah. Um, when they would talk to you yeah. like that. Like well, sure. My dad's language. Persian and my mom's oh, black, and okay. I'm sure I, I got cursed out in ways yeah. that white kids probably <laughs> had no idea. But on that. I feel that racial profiling is a truth, a reality that exists. We can't ignore it. I feel that they displayed how tolerant the British government is in a lot of ways. Mm. In a lot of ways, they're intolerant, but in a lot of these ways, they're actually a lot more modern than our yeah, current well, policing yeah, system. Yeah, of course, by comparison, yeah. And I agree. Also, we have to remember it has to do with the acclimation of this Pakistani family into British society. They are a very British family. Even though they're Pakistani, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The way they're managed. But even when he was in jail, he what, what did he say? He's like, "What do you mean I'm a flight risk?" He's like, "I don't even fly anywhere." Well, that was yeah. a setup. They set well, yeah, him up, of course. so it wasn't like, "Oh, he was." But a they were risk. able to. They wouldn't be able to do that to a white dude. They wouldn't need no, to. But never. at the same time, with the white nationalists, as we saw when they did to the 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 dichotomy of what happens. They did very similar things. They they cultivate people for absolutely. different things. So we have to be aware that. A, terrorism is a real thing. Oh, absolutely. And while we hate touching things with claws, the the number one thing that was about racial profiling was that liberal group. That white liberal group, those people who everyone thinks so open-minded, they can be the most racist because (laughs) they just think they know it all. Yeah, And that's actually something that I thought was a very interesting point to have been touched on by the show. Also, I like how the dad was protecting him, too, when he was leaving the house. He said there's a bombing that happened. You know, if they ask you, you say you don't know anything. This, sure. That, right before when he went to the club. Yeah. But it just shows how, you know, they have he's to live even in fear he, yeah. everywhere they go. But he's even saying, like, oh, remember, what are you? You're, you're, you're yeah. a Sikh. You're a Sikh. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, it's kind of sad to, to feel like you have to, like... You have to protect yourself in that way. Like, it mm-hmm. shouldn't be that way. Even though it is that way, it shouldn't have to be that way. Yeah, no, definitely. It's very empowering to watch, but sad at the same yeah. time. Yeah. 
But it's it's such a great series. Like, overall, like, I got hooked in. I know that Brie was like, okay, can you tell me if you want to do this? I watched one episode, and then I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to watch the next one, and then the next one. And then I literally binge-watched the whole thing, and I was like, wow, what a what an amazing series. And you're right. It does remind me so much of 24, mm-hmm. um, now that you say it. But it's just, I don't know. I felt like... I love to watch um, Gabe, who is, uh, you know, what is the counter-terrorist specialist. Like, in his world, and, like, we kind of touch upon, like, where we're going to go later on, but he's sort of... yeah. I mean, there's so much we found out about him, but also, I mean, not to jump so much ahead, but how he met his wife during the terrorist attack, Mm -hmm. like, that's just so amazing to me, like, how people fall in love and meet doing things like that, but... You got love out of all this, I didn't even think about that. No, but still, like, they met and they clicked, you know, when she was, like, you know, not half alive, like, that's so cool. And I, I thought, she, it thought she, they met because she got into an accident. No. Yeah, I'm two. I'm two episodes in because we're talking I'm, these I'm, first yeah, two. Yeah, episodes. yeah. And the, and the, you guys, I'm two. I didn't. Yeah, in the, the, the episode they talk about her being in an accident, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much to talk about. But before we continue, yes, uh, Lisa yes, has something to I share. Have some great things to share. Hey guys, so before we move on to our next topic, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, we can use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV was meant has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. Don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Yes. yes. Thank Subscribe, you guys for tuning in. Everything. Comment. Absolutely. So I wanted to move on and discuss um, about or discuss why Reza ended up in jail. He obviously found a hot girl. You know, guys are like always willing. They to... met on Tinder. Yes. Because he, he said something like, "Oh, she swiped right." Right. And his friends so like calls her a little piggy. Right. For that. Um, <laughs> piggy. I thought it because was because she's slumming it. Yeah. The concept is she yeah. goes what? to uni. She's yeah. she's a white British girl Break from an upper middle class family. The dude talks about it. And she's slumming it with. Raza. Raza is a Pakistani mm-hmm. who oh, a family, even if they're doing decent, is still middle class, lower middle class, and don't come from the birth and breath yeah. that that she comes from. Mm. Absolutely. So and it's Dadir, called slumming. Yeah, and Dadir was talking about that. He's like, dude, what are you doing? He talks about it in the second episode. He's like, what are you doing? He's That's like, those right. unis, those unis. So absolutely, you're absolutely right. And and if you noticed when Reza came up and he was like about to, like, be introduced to her friends, the first thing the the white dude does is, like, he gives him this look, mm-hmm. and then she's like, well, he brought you your cake. And he's like, oh, what's up, man? All of a sudden, he mm-hmm. changed his whole, like, dynamic of how sure. he felt about him. And I was like, that is... Oh, that, like, pissed me off, but it does happen. It does happen all the time. Have you guys ever noticed anything like that happen in your life no. or outside of you? No, I've never noticed any type of racial... <laughs> You're so funny. Does it happen? I've never... Stop it. No, no, as a black and Persian man, I have never wow. felt You've any never? discrimination whatsoever. You're being sarcastic, right? And sardonic, so okay. it was kind of a touch okay. of both. Okay. We also need Mina here to fill up the fourth seat, right? It's going to be great when <laughs> Mina comes back. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Um, I'm I was watching this and it it really pissed me off. Um, I obviously I look very Caucasian and mostly Hispanic. You look so white. I have gotten it and I have gotten racially profiled in Florida in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. Florida. They are very racist there, by the way, you guys. Really? 
Oh yeah, they, they black people don't like white people. White people don't like black wow. people, and anything in between, you guys are the worst. And so it's just you know that's a scary feeling to mm-hmm. think about. I just got a little snippet of of that. You know, I've I've only had something like that happen to me twice. One was. Uh, another time was when I was in CVS, which used to be Long Struggs. It's a long time ago. And I was with my Hispanic friends, and, like, they thought we stole stuff, and we didn't steal <gasps> anything. And they, like, held us, and, like, my mom came back and was like, Kitchen girls! <laughs> so she just let them have it. So, I mean, it seems to me, like, Reza and everybody, like, Dadir and, you know, some of the other characters, mm-hmm. they experience this on a daily. daily. Sure. So they have to put, like, this, like, front up or, like, I don't know, like, this armor up to protect themselves. And I feel the reason why they do that is because they have to be, like, protecting not just themselves, but their family. And, you know, you see the fi- you see them all hard, but then you see them go into mm-hmm. their, their space, and it's, like, all love with their family. And I'm just like, wow, this is, this is what it is right now. This is what we're living in right now. Sure, even gangsters laugh when you tickle them. I get it. Yeah. That yeah, is- absolutely. Wow. That's a funny Absolutely. Quote. Yeah. What was the thing that um, you both felt stood out the most in the first episode? Gosh. Well, to me, the first thing that stood out was clearly the cinematography and the coloring that they used, this color schematic, which is a, a, a purposeful one where it's a shade. If you notice, it feels like an yeah. Instagram filter is on the yeah. entire Nashville, lot. the Nashville filter. Sure. <laughs> and so you're watching this, and they also use a lot of footage like the CCV footage and things of that nature, which was a very interesting integration into the show Setting to show you tone. that you're almost always being watched in yeah. some way. It Also, the point of view, when I say it, was, it reminds me of 24, it's 24 if... From the other side, almost. And that's a very interesting point where it humanizes things. It makes things very real. And so the action is almost secondary to the tone. Mm -hmm. The tone, which we discussed, was socioeconomic disparity when we discussed racial divides. The fact that certain groups of people live in certain particular areas, is that on purpose? Is it not? I'm assuming Raza going to see flats at different places. He's going to encounter some issues. All these things played a good part. And, of course, uh, the agent, the female agent who comes off has... Holly. Holly has this uh, personality spectrum, which she's on, and that plays such a strong role and reminds me of Marilyn Raskob's role on 24, Mm -hmm, but once again, mm -hmm. softer and more real. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have two things. Uh, Number one, it shows how... Everyone has issues, even if you're a simple human or if you're some kind of terrorist or you're a cop or a wife, everyone's struggling and everyone has some kind of deep thing that they're trying to work through. It kind of shows it in a global way where there's other big issues to tackle. But, you know, when the husband goes home, he has issues, the wife, the sister, all of that. I love that. Also, what stood out was how his mom had the salon. They were threading eyebrows and stuff. And, you know, me being Armenian and a lot of Middle Easterns, we have a lot of salons like that and stuff like that. It's just so nice that they kind of showed that in that light. I don't know if what they were trying to show because, you know, it's like hair and makeup and everything. But that was nice to see. The, the facial threading. Yeah. That, that was yeah, episode yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, for me, I felt like a lot of anger watching yeah. it, but in like a good way. Like, wow, this is affecting me, and like I like to watch film that affects me. Mm-hmm. So I felt like really upset when they put him in holding for twenty four hours, and they were messing with him. And then I got upset with Rezo when he didn't want to um, 
when he didn't want to, like, talk to the lawyer and, like, make everything work in his favor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why? But then I get it at the same time. Like, what, what for? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is kind of sad. And, you know, just the manipulation that Gabe used to get Reza to do whatever it is that he wanted. And all because... He just was having a good time. Not to say drugs are, yeah. you know, a, a good thing or anything yeah. like that, but, like, he he wasn't, like, going out killing there and he was selling Yeah, killing or, or selling it to people. I mean, he was just consuming it with people that agreed to do yeah. it, right? So that was, like, the biggest thing for me. I just wanted to get in the into the movie yeah. or the series and be like, no, yeah. that's not right. Um, sure, so, it's not but, right until it saves a thousand people's people. lives, right? True. So a lot of things aren't right when you look at them on a micro level, but on a macro level, we accept a lot of these things of on a daily basis. Absolutely. So everybody hates injustice until they don't have warm water or they can't eat ice cream, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, it's just those group of people. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree but with One you. thing I do have to add that did stand out again was when he noticed the jacket, and he said, is that a high school jacket you mm-hmm. found that you removed the thing? <sighs> Oh my God! Like the devil's in the detail. Like yeah. it was perfection, and how he was home taking it off, and then he didn't even lie. He's like, "I had a date." Like it was just perfection. Yeah, yeah. loved it. I really loved the setup of the yeah. first episode. It really yeah. pulled me in. And most episodes kind of oh, start totally. off really slow. Maybe sometimes yeah. it'll take a couple episodes before it gets good. So, kudos to you guys. One more thing. One yes. more thing. How it takes only one person to change someone's life. Yes, because of Holly. He, he got sucked into all of yeah. this because of one little idea she had or impression or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's true in everyday life. Yeah. It one, takes one person to break yeah. you and make you in so many situations. So this show is so good. Just watch it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and not only that, but, like, how he talked to Didier, right? That was the reason they noticed him. Like, if he had just stayed to himself, yeah. then he wouldn't have pulled in, been pulled in. It's kind of like prison, right? They, they see you talking to somebody else, and they're yes. like, oh, you're associated with that. So yep. it's just knowing, like, okay, like, stay in your corner. I don't think for Gabe was the association I think it was the fact that he was able to create an association so True. quickly mm. True. so that was the skill that he saw I like your him. viewpoint it's, it's a concept of <laughs> yeah. this person has a natural skill set which they play out again yeah and he kept talking about because it because he was Raza, like, right? when Raza yeah. when Raza continues instead of giving up his cover he yes, goes through yes, yes, he's like yes. this guy's a natural yeah. he doesn't even know it yeah and he so keeps saying it and over it's and over thing. and that's the concept of who Raza is Raza has a natural ability to be liked mm-hmm. and be charming. And that's what a lot of espionage is. Even when you take the State Department test, it's one of the things that they test for is that intangible quality of can people trust you? Yeah. Wow. Will people listen to you? Yeah. Can you be in control of a situation? Absolutely. Can you be put in a stressful situation and deal Play with cool. it mm-hmm. in the correct way? Mm-hmm. Can you be appropriate? Yeah. What I wrote here is, wow. um, is that great. Raza transforms and adapts to his environment. So yes. I completely agree with you. Like that's so. Even though he's nervous, on. he's clearly nervous. He's yeah. talking himself. He's psyching himself up when he's going mm-hmm. in to uh, meet Didier. He's psyching himself up, but then he does it, and he does it effectively. And even with the sword to his throat, he never loses his no. cool. Brilliant. And even being questioned, he creates a storyline that doesn't exist, and then goes through with it. Yeah. And then doubles down. Yeah. He doubles down in the next scene with the hallway so yeah he's clearly got a natural ability oh absolutely i totally agree it was kind of crazy and and it puts you so now we're gonna go into episode two yeah um and and that's exactly what he does he like visits to deer and like his homies are like nah we ain't having this Mm -hmm. You, you know you're shady like we know we can smell it from a mile away and again like you said he just like thinking about it because he's didier's telling him like to f off and he's like 
um, no, man, you have to understand. And he gets him to understand where he's coming from. He's like, it's a girl, you know, and this and that. And he kind of, like, woos him in, Well, you know? he tripled down. That that yeah. was the third. Like, yeah. he comes in and says something that is almost so absurd, you believe it. Yeah. Because here, uh, here Dadir is, is, is grieving the death of his brother. brother. And Raz is still like, yeah, that's crazy. But do you have that stuff yeah. you said? Because I need Remember to get you said, yeah. you could sort me <laughs> yeah. out? Can you sort yeah. me yeah. out? Yeah, yeah. And and not only that, but then he talks about it later when they go to um you know to the to the art art the building, art building, and he like Jadir takes them and he throws them against the wall. And he's like, "You're using me. You're using me." He's like, "No, bro." He's like, "I paid you. I, I paid already you. paid you. Oh, what do you mean? So, I paid you?" And it's like he can't help but to think like, "Oh yeah, you did." You know, he's like one, two, three, four steps, steps ahead. ahead. He's not any steps ahead. That's actually a no. Thing. That's he, just him. It's it's cleverness. He's no steps ahead. He he is there, but because he's able to adapt so quickly True. it seems that he steps ahead yeah. he's not yeah. he's going yeah, with the right. flow he's yeah. literally going with the flow yeah. none of this stuff is planned for him yeah. he has no True. idea what's going to happen he's actually the person who's the most lost yeah. everyone else wow. has a purpose Gabe has a purpose uh, even Holly had a purpose yeah. Dadir has a purpose everyone mm-hmm. else has a purpose a rhyme and reason yeah. he does not everybody has an objective he's bobbing yeah. with the waves and because he's bobbing with the waves he's not drowning and yeah. that's dangerous though kind of right because then you don't know what I you stand for I guess we're going to have for. to find out in episode oh, 3 and yeah. 4 <laughs> This is great. So, um, speaking of Dadir's brother Yosef, he yes. ends up dead, yes. right? Yes, yes, yes. And and we're trying to figure out like who is this person that killed him? Like the Albanians. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's got to be. I mean, it's it looks be, like that, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's looks funny. Can be deceiving. Yeah, looks can be deceiving. But I, I was just like thinking about how shady Gabe was, and he was like, you know, I've never had an informer ever have anything happen to them. Or I've never lost an yeah. informer. I'm not about to start, start now. now. Yep. And he's he's willing to do anything to get what he wants. And it seems like that's sure. a common theme in in this series for, for Gabe so far. It's not a common it's not that Gabe will do anything. It's it's a government policy. That's that's what we keep forgetting. All these policies are set Gabe doesn't make these decisions. We, we always but blame one single center. That's not how the government works. There is no King Obama or King Trump or even King of the Sea. There's a whole system in place, and this wow. is part of that system. True, but later on, which it, because I have seen the series, there are some things that he does in his own will. Sure, because and, he knows it's for the greater good. And yeah. the greater good is what the government policy, we wouldn't have done. So people have this fallacy, for example, that if you ask a ask an undercover cop if they're a cop they have to tell you why would that make sense in fact we have several supreme court cases where the law is allowed to outright lie to you yeah outright lie to you in a lot of ways set you up and get you to i mean delorean had a very strong case in which he was set up for a cocaine buy and it was barely barely dismissed but the concept is the law can lie to you, mm-hmm. and it's because we're looking out for what we consider the societal greater good, mm-hmm. or at least that's what the How government's How do you know all this? Is. Are you an attorney or something? I have a law degree. <laughs> no way, matters. really? Sure. Amazing. But also... You I are incredible. This this has been great. I'm learning so much. I mean, both of you, it's awesome. But one more thing I have to ask. Can you explain the tattoo? What, the racist tattoo? What is... Ta- what is why he, are they so... Is that got a, white supremacist yeah. tattoos in, in oh, his last assignment that yeah. he Damn. doesn't want to talk about. Yeah. That's okay. all, and they're mm-hmm. very hardcore yeah. white okay. supremacist That's tattoos. That's like KKK's... It's not... It's, it's, it's actually... goes back. It's actually Nazi tattoos. Nazi, that are, yeah. That is a, a strong underlying tone wow. of, uh, uh, of, a, of a faction, unfortunately, in... 
in the UK. The UK we see in London, which is a very metropolitan area, uh, city. Are they considered skinheads? In, in a way, but they're not. So they, they, we would call them skinheads. That yeah, would be yeah. our term yeah. for them, the concept of the skinhead. But it would go a little even more yeah, they depraved really in that extreme. way. They are extremely extreme. They make extreme music. They do extreme things. And they are on the outskirts. So once you go north in London, uh, of London, once you go north in England, you'll you'll find a lot more of this type. And, it'll, and it's very... Very bad and it's very displacing for people of color and minorities. Scary. That's like Roseville. If you've ever been up to Sacramento, Roseville, Mm -mm, you better stay out of there. Mm -mm. Stay out of there, people. (laughs) 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 So um, uh, there wasn't a ton of new things that were that were brought up in this episode. I know we got introduced to Emily a little bit better and Holly. Like they had like a little discussion interaction with Gabe's wife, which I thought was really awkward and interesting. I love how the wife said, "Do you have someone?" and then she already like she assumed she's like oh you mean sexually like yeah no, she didn't shows, assume sexually like, she, she just she has an Asperger's symptomatic yes. so ah. she explains herself as bluntly as possible yeah. which makes her an interesting candidate for mm-hmm. the job that she's in mm-hmm. because Gabe is right she can't run the show but what she is very good at is the when you were saying the details she's extremely mm-hmm. good at that and getting to the point and because of that bluntness I'm sure it's going to play mm-hmm. a huge part later where bluntness beats charisma mm-hmm. in, a, in a race to completion of the task. Yeah. So she's she doesn't understand. She's socially awkward and doesn't understand the subtle nuances. That's actually a life skill that we absorb as yeah. we're growing up. Being popular is actually a, a life skill in some ways, yeah. right? She doesn't catch that. That's no. not, She's on the spectrum. Yeah, she's definitely she's on the not spectrum. a charmer. No, 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 no. that's why she kept on saying she's yeah. not a charmer. If you if you look at her, she's very oh, like yeah. there's no feeling. It's very much yeah. on the spectrum. I thought the same thing. And it's funny she like she also uses it to her benefit because she's like, oh, by the way, he he didn't take that out of the garbage. Yeah, I love that how she caught up and on the whole that. Yosef thing. Yosef. Yeah. She's like, oh, did you find him? And he's like, no. And he's like, well, I did. You know, so Incredible. she's just like, she's just like on it. She knows what her good points mm-hmm. are and she's going to use it to her ability. And, you know, she even, you know, in the first episode, goes over to, not to go back to that, but, the, you know, she ends up going house, to the moms yeah. and then she just comes up with all these things right away. Kind of like Reza does. Mm-hmm. You know, she just is so quick with it. She's like, well, why can't show you anything until I know that you're a citizen? I don't and know you're if that was mother. quickness. That was insistence. That's why it didn't work. So Raza would have been able to get that information and, and she is unable to do so because she has no tact. And that was the that's mm-hmm, what that yeah. contrast was. Is the contrast is she had a plan, but she has no tact. Yeah. Gabe has a lot of tact. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Gabe is a brute force meets tact. Reza's tact and charm. And then she's of course blunt, yeah. honest, Dry. intelligent. Yeah. She's book smart. She's yeah. she's clever in her Facts own right. And stuff. But when it comes to working people, She's clueless. Yeah, yeah, and then maybe that's why she ran. I, you know, I, I was like, why did she run? What did What did you guys think about that? I was like, why did she, she went run? to check? Um, will tell her the son, son to go yeah, to but, her. To but his why room. did she run in that moment? Was it like she felt she got caught, or like one hundred percent? It wasn't going the right way. She's getting out of the situation. Okay. She, and she messed plausible up, yeah. deniability. Yeah, yeah. I guess she got in big trouble for that. Wow. Too. <laughs> but, she, you know, what's her and name? And then she tried she to tell on Gabe. She tried to yeah. throw on Gabe because that's what... With Rose. Socially I think awkward, she told Rose, right? Sure. Yeah. A socially awkward person in that situation just... Well, he does it too all the time. It's like, listen, he's he's tried and true. I know too Calm many down. people like that. 
Um, so we also meet not just um, Holly and Emily. We also meet Roxy, and Roxy is the baby mama yep. of Yosef. Yep. And she sort of is playing a big, like, she's a tiny character in this, but she's also a very large character in this. She probably knows a lot. Because she knows a lot. She knows about the Albanians and who he's been talking to. And, I mean, she's in his bed, so, of course, she's going to know the most information. Um, What did you think about her character? Do you feel like she's somebody that can be trusted, or do you think she's, like, a shady person? Um, I don't even know if they were really, well, they weren't even together. She's kind of coming off as the side chick that they were just, like, hooking up that's the vibe that I'm getting right now. Yeah. But I'm sure she knows some stuff. But I think she's scared of being followed and stuff, so she has to give in. She and seems smart, though. She like, did, in though. In some ways. No, of course. But she she's did. Like, who are you? Because when Holly was in, came back to the restaurant, she wrote down and said, okay, the Albanians are right behind you. Mm-hmm. So I think she wants to help them because she's in fear, right? I don't, I don't know if it's fear. I don't, I don't know if it's particularly fear. A lot of people mm. don't want to help because they don't want to get involved. And that's a mm. uh, reason why we yell fire instead of rape, because fire involves all of us and rape doesn't, so people walk right by rape all the time. She doesn't want to get involved. It's just too complicated. Mm-hmm. Her life's complicated enough. End of that. Does she know more than she's letting on? I guess we're going to have to find out more. Mm-hmm. She seems to be someone who's aware but not informed. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Good. I, I love your viewpoint. I know. I, know. I wish <laughs> so we had good. more time to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And then we just, yeah. I just want to say, like, we start uh, wrapping up with, yeah. like, the whole ceremony, right? We 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 see them sort of do this ceremonial. Oh, for, yeah. Yeah, for Yosef. Um, I think that was, like, such a beautiful thing to see that. And, and I feel like we don't see that enough, especially um, from other religions. We see a lot of funerals from, like... Christian. Uh, yeah, Christian yeah. funerals. So it was nice to see that. I was, like, really interested in seeing, like, what they were doing and how they just really, like, um, you, like the body was so sacred for them. Mm-hmm. And, sure, um, that's it's the washing ritual. Yeah. It's a lot. It's all of those yeah. in a Muslim. It's beautiful. Mm. I really like I mean, that. a lot of Definitely. things. It was incredible. I mean, one more thing before we wrap up was um, how the deer ended up at... Um, Raza's house, which mm-hmm. was so random even to him. He's yeah. like, why are you here? Yes. But um, there's just a lot of little things we would love to talk about. I know We should talk time, really but, quick about yeah. the deer being the loose cannon, and that's going to be... Yes, 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 yes. The deer is a roller coaster Ooh. of, of action, bomb. and anything can happen with him, and yes. that's a very scary predicament to be in, especially for someone like Raza, who is a very chill, typically down-to-earth kind of just hey, cool. Flow in, going with the flow. Who's who's maybe never even been in a real fight. Yes, so. but he did have great instincts when it did come to the fight because he ducked and he swung. Yes, and that's all it took. Absolutely. And I, and he felt a little maybe half a second surprised by himself. Yeah, that he has it in him. Yeah, but Gabe was not, and that's where we're gonna go. Wow. Also, the clash between CTSU and the normal police and the other and, and yeah, MIT the shirt. and the other investigative units is always going to play because who's in control who's the one with power ctsu kind of trumps everything because counterterrorism is the most important but those people are on the ground doing the most work at all times absolutely so you're going to need them too so a lot of things could play we'll see so many good things i cannot wait to yeah i love our panel yeah yes absolutely amazing um well uh why don't you tell everybody where they can find you guys well this has been so much fun you can find me on instagram and twitter at louisa Shar. At I am Tehran all across the board. At I A M Tehran spelled like the capital of Iran. So if you don't know how to spell it, just watch Fox News. Or Google. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Chris- <laughs> I'm Crystal McLaughlin. You can find me on all social media at Crystal Eight Two Three. That's Crystal with an I, not with a Y. All right. See you guys okay, next you week. Guys, Thank bye. you. 
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.